Hello and welcome to Potter Nims, a Harry Potter podcast about Wizarding World words. My name is Al, and I'm a giant nerd. With me is my co-host and brother. Hi, I'm Eric, and I'm not quite the Harry Potter geek or word nerd that Al is, so most of this will be new to me. Obviously, there will be spoilers. Each week, I'll choose a Wizarding World word and tell you all about why it is so awesome and clever. So whether you're like me and you know most of this already, or you're like me and most of this is a surprise, I hope you learn something that will add to your enjoyment of this phenomenal fantasy world. This week, I want to talk about Buckbeak. Oh, all right. <laughs> Buckbeak. The magical hippogriff, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. All right, I got it. <laughs> so, way back uh, near the beginning of this uh, podcast, we did an episode on hippogriffs, and I promised I would get to Buckbeak having his own episode. And 73 episodes later, I'm finally getting around to him. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show how much there is to talk about uh-huh. all the different words and characters and now creatures uh, yes. or many of the creatures but a creature's name now this might be the first creature's <laughs> name we're talking about no it's not we've done like hedwig and oh yeah yeah but <laughs> <laughs> oh boy maybe the first creature that we've talked about the creature itself and then also the name of one of the creatures okay well, we'll go with that one. Yeah. We'll go with that one. Yes. <laughs> nice. Okay. So, basically if you want to learn more about hippogriffs in general, Go and check out that episode. Yeah, and then come back and listen to this one. Exactly. <laughs> Do you remember, just a refresher, quick refresher, what a hippogriff is made up of? What animals? Uh, hippogriff. Uh, we've got a uh, horse and an eagle or a hawk or something. No, you're right. It's a back half of a horse, front half of an eagle. Although, technically, it's half horse, half griffin. With the griffin right. being half eagle, half lion, and you only take the eagle part of the griffin, so. Yeah, in my head, I was like, there's yeah. lion in there somewhere, but and then, I'm, <laughs> then I'm picturing what mm-hmm. Buckbeak looks like. I'm like, there's mm-hmm. no lion there. No, no. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Thanks for straightening me out. So, Buckbeak is basically the one named hippogriff in the series. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he lives in Hagrid's herd at Hogwarts. A lot of ages in that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) And he's the one that Hagrid uses when he's teaching the students about hippogriffs. And Harry, you know, has to bow to him and Mm -hmm. earn his respect. And then he gets to ride Buckbeak. Yes. Yes. And then Draco's like, that was easy. I can do that. And he comes up and he's very, you know, brass and provokes Buckbeak. And he ends up nipping at him. And of course, Draco exaggerates this injury and mm-hmm. complains to his father, who pressures the ministry, and and they end up putting Buckbeak on trial and sentencing him to death for injuring a student. Right. This was a part of the story where there was the time travel happening as exactly, well. Exactly. Right? Yes. And they yes. end up getting to save Buckbeak. Exactly. They think he dies, but then they go back in time and they actually save him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, nice. And they. Also use him to help save Sirius, and he and Sirius go on the run together. hmm Yes. And this is when they decide to give him an alias, you know? 
Okay. Just in case people are checking for Buckbeak hippogriffs <laughs> around the place. <laughs> yep. So they call him Witherwings from that point on. Oh, Witherwings. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so after Sirius dies, he, he basically wills everything he owns to Harry, which somehow includes Buckbeak. But Harry decides to put Buckbeak back in, in Hagrid's care. And so with his, with his new name and, and everybody kind of occupied with, you know, looming war, nobody really notices. And Buckbeak just goes back to living with the herd at Hogwarts, but he's now oh. called Witherwings. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. And then he does end up fighting in the final battle of Hogwarts. And he survives. You. Yes. <laughs> so Buckbeak's character, you know, he's he's a little bit fierce, but he's very loyal to those who show him respect. Mm-hmm. You know, he remembers Harry after that first encounter, and he actually ends up helping him several times, including when Harry is dueling Snape out on the grounds. Buckbeak kind of sees this and comes in and fights on Harry's side against Snape. Yeah, Buckbeak seems like kind of a kind of a warrior spirit. Mm-hmm. There's a mutual respect there, but you mm-hmm. got to show it to me before I'm going to show it back. Yes, exactly. So we are going to discuss both names, Buckbeak okay. and Witherwings. Mm-hmm. Good. Both alliterative names in a way, Buckbeak, <laughs> yes. Witherwings. Yes. <laughs> so let's start with Buckbeak. It's pretty easy. Two English words mashed together. Buck and Beak. Yep. <laughs> so the beak is, you know, a reference to his actual beak. You know, mm-hmm. he's half eagle, he has a beak. Yep. And and actually Hagrid's nickname for him is Beaky. Um. <laughs> 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 kind of cute. And then Buck is the part that has a little bit more significance. So what what would you say first comes to mind as the meaning of Buck? The first thing I thought of was linking it to the horse features as a i think of a bucking bronco mm-hmm. yes exactly so to buck is to, to arch and leap violently usually mm-hmm. associated with a horse trying to unseat its rider yeah so this could be kind of just referring to the the horse half of a hippogriff or it could refer to perhaps the uncomfortable sensation of riding a hippogriff um, <laughs> which is not supposed to be a very uh, enjoyable experience, or perhaps to kind of the unpredictable or violent nature if they don't like someone, like yeah. with Draco. Yeah, for sure. Buck could also be, in many languages, buck or bok or something similar like that is a male deer or a male goat. Uh-huh. So basically any four-legged male animal which buckbeak is yep so even though it's not a horse you know it's kind of similar maybe fits that way too yeah for sure i saw somebody point out and i thought was interesting that both buck and beak are ways that the respective animals associated with those attributes will attack someone so like Mm. a horse is basically attacking its rider trying to buck it off and a bird feeling like it needs to defend itself will peck at whatever is attacking it. Yeah, for with sure. It's beak. Yeah, so his name is kind of literally his his two strongest attack mm-hmm. uh, options. Right. And Buckbeak, yeah. as, as we talked about, is can be quick to violence, you know, against someone who provokes him, like Draco, or to defend a friend, like when he jumps in against Snape. Yeah, totally fits. Yeah. 
Well, let's move on to Wither Wings. Yes. Yeah, this one I don't I don't recall him having this name, so I'm curious what we get into. Okay. Well, again, it could be two English words, wither and wings. Mm-hmm. And again, wings, the second half, pretty straightforward. Part of an animal, usually used to fly. Yeah. Not always, <laughs> yep. you know, penguins, ostriches, things like that. But <laughs> yeah. Buckbeak does have wings, and he can fly. Yeah. <laughs> so that part's pretty straightforward. Now, wither has a couple possible significances. It is an English word. Do you know what wither is in English? I'm thinking of like you're withering away or a flower mm -hmm. is withering, meaning essentially dying in the process of dying. Yeah, basically. It's um, to lose freshness, vigor, or vitality, to, mm. to shrivel up, to die. Yeah, so how, how could that mm. link in? Well, I kind of was linking it by saying that, you know, once he becomes Wither Wings, he's, he's killing his old identity of Buckbeak in order to mm. hide. And he's unable to be the proud hippogriff that Buckbeak was. So maybe he's mm. withering a little bit under this alias, this hiding out. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So not that it literally is tying to the, the second half of the name. The wings are not withering necessarily. No. But personality of the animal maybe is withered a bit. Mm, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I see that. So the word wither, you know, it's an English word, but it comes from the Middle English wetterin, which mm. means uh, to expose to weather. So kind mm -hmm. of, you know, to wear down, as in like something that's left out in the weather will get worn down. Uh-huh. You know, and of course, weather is also, a, it's not just a noun, it's a verb. To weather, to wear down, or to weather being to go through something and survive. Yes, and come out on the other side. Exactly. Buckbeak was imprisoned, he was worn down, he was sentenced to death, but he escaped, and he survived, and he weathered his ordeal. Yeah, and he literally ends up coming back at the end of the storm, back to mm -hmm. right where he started, back yes. part of the herd again. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Maybe a little worn down, but he still has his wings. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> nice. And wither could also potentially come from the German widder, with a D, which means against, counter, or backward. As in, mm. I don't know if you've heard the term wither shins. Oh, yes, vaguely. Mm hmm It means counterclockwise. Oh, okay. Counterclockwise. So like widder being the against, counter, backward part that word okay buckbeak assumes the name wither wings to protect himself against an unjust punishment you know mm -hmm. as a countermeasure to protect himself mm. so maybe it kind of works in that way sure yeah you've got me thinking of the the clock specifically now, <laughs> turning back well i mean yeah. there is time travel involved in saving him time also <laughs> what? whoa and yeah. he ends up circling around and back where he started by the end that's right okay Ooh. yeah <sighs> now, now you've come full circle Al. full circle <laughs> yes yeah yeah we'll have one more association with wither uh -huh. and this is the one that i first thought of when i heard the name wither wings okay so instead of wither if you think of it as withers do you know what withers are no mm, okay 
withers are actually a part of a horse's body. Okay. It's kind of that little hump where the neck meets the shoulders or the body of the horse. Yeah. There's a little bump there, and that's called the withers. And that is literally where a hippogriff's wings sprout out from his body, right at the yep. withers. So wither wings has wings at his withers. <laughs> you know, it's very... <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, that's a tongue twister. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's perfect. Because the second that we talked about Buckbeak in the name... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, great, okay, so in that name, there's two words, each relating to a part of the animal that he is. P mm -hmm. Part of the horse side, part of the eagle side. Mm -hmm. And so now, with your <laughs> final explanation here of Withers, <laughs> mm -hmm. we have the same thing with his alias. Yes, we yeah. do, exactly. Part of the horse, part of the eagle. But different yeah. parts than before. <laughs> yeah, okay, love it. Nice, nice. Full circle and, I mean, again. <laughs> full circle again, yeah. So, geez, I mean, it just always seems to happen that there's <laughs> multiple connections that make sense with the name. It's mm -hmm. great. Indeed. Pretty cool, especially, I don't know. I guess that makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. he's a hippogriff, so why not have the names be, you know, something relating to the smashing of these two animals <laughs> together kind of thing. Love it. The alliteration is there as well with mm -hmm. both the names. That's just checking all the boxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And they both fit him, you know? Yeah, it's almost like Buckbeak. It's a bit more of a in-your-face kind of name. Yes. And Witherwings is a bit more like, okay, he's he's matured a little, maybe gone through some stuff, and mm -hmm. has, is now as Witherwings can hopefully live the rest of his life Maybe a little more, pe it just seems a bit more yeah. like a peaceful name. It is, sounds more peaceful. Buckbeak is a little more harsh sounding. And yeah. Witherwings is a little more soft. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't thought about Buckbeak in a little while. Aw. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, glad to remind you. <laughs> yeah. That is Buckbeak and Witherwings. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we got a two for one in this episode with the two different names that we talked about, but one creature. And so many more creatures to go. So make sure you're subscribed. Maybe we'll talk about some other specific creature names down the road. Mm -hmm. um, as well as spells and places and all the other characters in this wonderful series. So make sure you're subscribed to Potternims. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Potternims. You can check out animated video clips and full episodes up on YouTube. Just search for Potternims. Yeah, and you can find even more bonus material, extra clips from almost every episode and multiple ones from some episodes on our Patreon page. If you support us, there's about 100 clips at this point for you to look through, plus quizzes and wallpapers and blooper reels, all kinds of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Potternims. Share with any uh, other Potterheads y you know. And um, until next time, I'm Eric. And I'm Al. And this has been Potternames. Nice.